gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy. What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta. I felt like we were playing a 2 8. It was just a 2 8. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get destroyed in the chat. So you know, Are we kissing sisters, Chris? And maybe stepsisters, but not regular sisters. I've done a little bit of research on him. When it comes to FIFA, this guy's 68. We're going to have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's now. It looks like a heron shot all over it. You guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. We got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now. Right? You gotta understand, Kevinto. This is how this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA cards. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Bad. No. This is bad. No. We're done. No. No. I know. Not even a little. An opening here, and thumped into the top corner! And Al Nasser flexed their muscles with the Tevio. I think we're going to score some goals. I think we're going to win. I mean, this team doesn't score as many goals as Al-Halal, so... Well, they've given it away again here, and once again, Al Nasser punished them! Yeah, I think it's going to be an entertaining game that we finally win a preseason game. I don't even know how much that matters anymore at this point, but... It doesn't matter. Replay of Otavio Turner and immediately a quick restart that we barely see live. Folds from Neon. It's Emmerich Laporte. Chris, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode number 135 of the Battle Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? I mean, how's anybody doing? I forgot the pots and pans. We're 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 burnt to a crisp on how how cooked oh, we are. Man. Yeah, you know like, what? Sean's asking where the math's at. I mean, we're we, done. You know, we don't even have like a match preview, like a, a team preview at the end of this episode. Like, this is just gonna be a fun episode, just straight into Miami bashing from start to finish, probably. Um, and where could I start? Where, where do we start? Well, let me start with, I saw 2-0, and I thought, I'm not a big deal. Same thing happened on Monday. We're still all right. But when Laporta hit that, that was it wasn't midfield. Like, it was almost on his own box. When they hit that goal, I was like, okay, I'm embarrassed. Like, it, that... As soon as that happened, in an instant, I was like, okay, I'm embarrassed. I am now, que pena. I am embarrassed to be rooting for Inter-Miami because although this game doesn't matter, preseason doesn't count, I've said it again and again, I will say it, it's, a, it's possible to be embarrassed in a preseason game, and that was embarrassing. I mean, the people, I, the, the comment section is oh, just, I, I, I knew that. Yeah, no, I know that the, the comments are going to be wild today. Uh, and, uh, I, and, and, and Kata, it's a, I believe it's an authentic, right, Danny? Yeah, I, I that's the only, uh, I, I only buy authentics. I don't want that to sound weird, but yeah, I, I buy the authentic. You know, uh, Mr. Krabs is mentioning, I would have said that we would have won if Emerson would have been there. I mean, I, I think we need this guy right here. This guy, we need him back. 
so he could play next to this guy right here. Iguain and Campana. That's what we need back. Yes, we need Iguain and Campana back because, I mean, they're I mean, there's, there's so many places to go. Uh, so I guess let's, let's just get straight into it. Ronaldo oh, didn't play. Right before the game started, we found out that Messi wasn't going to play. And then we found out that he was going to play. And but we found out that he was like nursing a hamstring injury. So before actually, before we get into this, everybody's talking about the stupid world tour. And I've said how it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that we're playing seven games. I take yeah. it back. But I don't take it back because of the mileage. I don't take it back because we're playing seven games. I take it back because I didn't think that Tata and whoever's telling Tata what to do was stupid enough to have Messi running around out there for almost 90 minutes against Al-Halal, for 60 minutes against Dallas, for half against El Salvador. Like, how stupid are you? Like, what well, is the I'll, point of that? And he gets hurt. Like, supposedly he he was hurt after that game. So that just makes it even worse, right? Right. And, and again, I don't blame it on the travel. I don't, but, but the fact that he's playing so many minutes in meaningless games, there's literally, what was it, Monday to Thursday, two days rest in between, and you have Luis Suarez starting again? You have Busquets starting? Why? Why? Are you, what, are you trying to win that stupid trophy? I, I want to kind of take this. I want to take this game, and let's, let's do it piece by piece here, Danny, because like when the starting lineup I'm upset. I'm came sorry. out, when the starting lineup came out, I was uh, excited, as people pointed out that. to me I how that. I was, <laughs> how I was incredibly wrong about this starting lineup. I really yeah. loved the starting lineup. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture of it, but just off of my memory, um, mm -hmm. you had David Ruiz and Gregory playing the left and right side in the center mid. You had Busquets in the mid. You had finally Campana and Suarez up top. And then you had Gressel playing on the right. You had Jordi Alba playing on the left back. And then you had the center backs with uh, Christoph, Tata, and um, and the name escapes me. Jeez. Who is it? Aviles? Christoph, Tata, and Noah, and Noah Allen. And, oh, uh, yeah, to, yeah, Toto Aviles and, uh, and Noah Allen. And then, of course, Calendar at goalie. I really liked the starting lineup, man. Without Messi, I thought it was going to be a really nice, aggressive, defensive starting lineup. And, whoa, that, that kind of went out the window quickly. Well, okay. So I don't know how you want to attack this. but So let me just give you a couple points before you start breaking down the, the game piece by piece. Yeah. The first thing I want to say is overall, I thought Noah Allen actually played well today at left center back. I thought he did a good job recovering. I thought he was using his body. He was biting a couple people off the ball. Am I gonna? Am yeah. I saying that I think he's the answer at center back? Absolutely not. But no way. the way he had looked before and the way he looked today, I um I was surprised and and, I, and I'm really happy for him because I thought he looked better out of the three center backs. I thought he looked the best. And then Gressel, we were killing Gressel, killing Gressel. Yes. I thought he finally looked productive offensively, running right wing back. Well, and I thought Kristoff was awful. I thought he was caught out of position a lot. I mean, the the whole defensive back line back, back line was just awful. It was I mean, legitimately awful. Aviles just giving the ball away consistently. Like, this yeah, is the man. blueprint now. Like, the blueprint has been set. You want to be into Miami? 
press them because they can't get out of their own way in the back. That, that back line cannot pass out of pressure. Like it, it's not happening. I I, I don't. I, and it was apparent as soon as they pressed, Aviles was turning the ball over. You want to know what the crazy part is, is when this game started, I started thinking to myself, because we've been getting scored on fairly quickly in these last couple games. And you know how we were giving everybody the business scoring before 10 minutes. And I thought to myself, wow, how crazy would it be that for the next like couple games, we're the ones that are getting scored within the first 10 minutes. And here we are getting scored within the first 10 minutes. And I, I mean, I'm just sitting in, I'm just watching the game and I was just distraught. I was distraught. I wasn't distraught. And like I said, up until that 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 goal, because that goal, I'm sorry, I don't care what you say. That's some and one. Like, that's the type of stuff that like if we go and we're playing like and I'm messing around with like my daughter's soccer team and I just start doing like random little tricks here or like random like volleys from the other side of the pitch just to mess around with them. That's what it felt like. It felt like when they attempt yeah. something like that, I felt like they were toying with us and almost laughing at us. And, and that was embarrassing. When that happened, then I was like, okay. This isn't cool anymore. Like preseason is no longer fun. But I will tell you, I have a feeling that this Saudi team came out here and they're like, no, this isn't like preseason. Like we want to kick their ass because, I mean, MLS teams, when they play preseason games, they're, they're sometimes they're training in their like their training outfits. Like they're, they're just trying to get back into rhythm with with the fourth game now for the preseason. But Anazar was like, no, nah, we're going to we're going to put it on you. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them because they know that the world is watching. But that that was that was rough to watch, and and I wouldn't be surprised if some of those Saudis over there were like, "Yo, if you put it on Messi, since Messi stiffed us and went to Miami instead of taking offers, you get a bonus. Like you got a Bugatti waiting for you if you score a goal. If you get a hat trick, you get like a mansion. Like I, I wouldn't doubt that they put some of that stuff up there because they wanted to put it on Inter Miami and Messi for for stiffing them when he didn't go over there last year." I just want to put the starting lineup up. And guys, I mean, you're going to tell me that you didn't feel some type of way about seeing the starting lineup without Messi, of course, right? So, so we kind of got to we kind of have to restrict ourselves a little bit, but like the starting lineup is not bad without Messi. Um, Getting scored I, on so early was just awful. I was happy to see Gregory there. I mean, what would yeah. you have done different? Different. I would have put I would put Robert Taylor instead of Ruiz. I know, I know Ruiz has been playing well, but I would have put Robert Taylor. I think Robert Taylor is better offensively. He's more polished offensively than Ruiz is. And again, I, I think Gregory should always be there just because he is a more defensive-minded uh, midfielder. You know, for as good as Gressel did and some of the crossing that he he actually finally did this game, I really mm -hmm. saw him so far up the field. Aviles literally had to go and replace the right the right back position all the time all the time so he's out of position no you got he's not, with... they're, they're playing three they're not playing five in the back people got to stop saying that this isn't five in the back this is three in the back yeah I, I get what the graphic looks like but this is three in the back like there's absolutely no five in the back oh and everybody wants to fire martino i guess you guys i guess you guys miss uh miss ill phil i promise you the people that want to fire data aren't saying that they want Phil Neville to come back. Well, yeah. All I'm also, saying is that... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that Tata is frustrating me with, with this whole three in the back. Like, I, it's preseason. 
So obviously you have to work through the kinks. I get that, right? I don't want to overreact. And we're not going to be playing teams the caliber of these Saudi teams because let's put this back into perspective. Laporte, one of the best defensive uh, center backs over the last decade in the English Premier League. Played for Man City a bunch of years. One of the best is getting paid $21 million a year. That's their center back getting paid $21 million a year. That's that's like three or four times our salary cap. Like you can't compare these teams, especially when one is in midseason form and the other one's in the middle of preseason. No excuse. You chose to play this game. You shouldn't get embarrassed. But everybody's got to come down just a little bit. Because competition is going to be a little different when you start playing with teams that also don't have Our unlimited cap. funds. Right. They yeah. have a salary cap. Things are going to look a little different. And you got to just, just cool your, your shit a little bit because it's not going to be this bad. I mean, it, they they asked for it. They wanted the global stage. They got embarrassed on the global stage. I get it. But, you know, and, and Omar S. is mentioning that Miami fan base is so brittle. I think just as a fan in general, you don't want to lose. And if you're going to lose a preseason game, that's fine. But not six fucking goals, dude. What? But, but, no, but, like, but that's, a good, that's a good point by, by – oh, I'm assuming that's Omar. I don't know. Uh, Omar S. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, that's a good point because we didn't re- overreact to that. But I think there was a couple reasons as to why. First of all, we scored the first goal. We were up 1-0. Second, it was a phantom – I think it was a phantom goal, right? It didn't really go over the line, but they gave it to Atlanta. And then – once that goal happened, then they had two random goals that happened consecutively. Like the momentum just completely flipped on his head and it was wild. We scored twice. And also we didn't feel like the eyes of the world were on this game. Yeah. But how every single account that you could think of that reports on soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, had this scoreline, a meme, a comment, something, even though it's a friendly Everybody yeah, I mean, was talking about it. So that's why it, it feels a little worse. And honestly, if this would have, if you would have told me yesterday, we're going to lose 6-0, I'd have been like, that sucks. A little embarrassing, but whatever. But man, I don't know. I mean, and I, whatever, and maybe man. maybe I'm overdoing it, but man, that 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 goal that, that Drake was playing off his line, the way that went in, I felt like it was a punctuation. Like it was like, like a punctuation to like, wow, this, this, is, this is rough to watch. I didn't even want to edit those other three goals. And and look at GFR is mentioning a good point. He's going, he tells me, go on capology uh and, and compare Miami versus Al Nasir, 20 million payroll. Listen, I'm not I'm not doubting that. I know, listen, guys are making money I out of it would be a lot more. Butt. Listen, guys are making money out of all kinds of holes on their body. But at the end of the day, guys, like six zero is like embarrassing. And it's a preseason game, but you know, I go back to one of the comments that our, our section brethren, Rob Wise, uh, mentioned on Twitter, and I, I, I reposted it, um, and I, I reposted it, and he's asking the question, is this tour starting to become more negative than people are expecting? Because, listen, payroll doesn't win games, DKF. I mean, of course payroll win games. you got to pay big money for big names. If we had an open payroll, we'd be out getting freaking Savi you know and and can we address one thing real quick? What? Um, uh, and, and it said you can pay a, a twenty million dollar uh, difference. Well, 
I mean, a, a large part of the it's reason that it's only twenty million dollars is because we're playing Messi so much, and Messi didn't play. So technically, today it was larger than twenty million difference. But that's another point. Everybody that keeps saying, "Oh, Saudi is so much better than the MLS teams," let me let me let me tell you what I think. Right, maybe you think I'm wrong, and that's fine. Fuck you. But this is what I think. I think Saudi is not better than the MLS. I think the Saudi top teams are better than the MLS teams. So, yes, you could take the five teams at the top of the table in Saudi that spent a hundred, like they spent $180 million in the last transfer window. $180 million. We're having a Just hard a time. We're, we're having a hard time getting to Londo because we can't pay more than $5 million on a transfer fee. They paid $180 million. So, no, it's not that Saudi league is better than MLS league. Ronaldo can die on that hill if he wants to, but that's not the case. The league overall is not better. The top teams can battle with them. The top teams can battle with most places. So that, that's that's what I wanted to say real quick when it came to that. Because everybody's like, oh, Saudi is so much superior. No, no, Saudi isn't. I bet you that we would mollywop the team that's in 20th place in the Saudi league because they don't got money like the big ballers up top. They don't got Ronaldo's and Sadio Man and, and uh, Manes and all these other guys. And and Kata's mentioning Nashville defense would make it interesting versus Saudi. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe because our defense is awful compared to Nashville's defense. But I mean, again, what are we doing there? How many goals are they going to score? Like, is Hani Mukhtar literally going to be going to be carrying this team against the six goal blast? And uh, Peaches, look, money does make a team. Peaches, but don't like, you have we, when you ha when you spend a lot of money? Don't you have better players? How does that not help? I mean, if we, we didn't have Messi right now, we wouldn't be playing in Saudi Arabia. But because we paid for Messi with money, we have the best player in the world. You need money for that stuff. What kind of dumbass comment is that? I mean, the, I the mean, more look, money you spend, the better team you have. Yes, it helps. It doesn't win games. That's that's what Peaches is mentioning here, that it helps, but it doesn't win games. Listen, if you have money, you can be able to obtain bigger players. If you don't have money, you're not going to be able to. If you're restrained by a cap, you're not going to be able to get the good players. You're going to have to structure money. You're going to have to put money here, put money there. I mean, the the, the money rules in the MLS are awful. So, and you I know, really, guys, I, unfortunately, I we have to deal with mess that. Up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If they would have relaxed the rules, then teams like ours and other teams would be able to structure the money accordingly to be able to obtain bigger and better talent instead of you know having what we have i mean i feel like i i feel like i sound like i'm complaining even though we have like one of the better talented teams but look, i mean look, we also have well, I, I, yes but in the mls standards because we have a salary cap course, and i, I don't yes. want to get away from today's game but just this this discussion has been happening yeah. since the game ended and and steven just put the the salary i'm sorry i lost it but I'll our salary it. cap is literally like $5 million. I haven't looked at the, the new salary. Right it's like $5 million. Benzema to play in Saudi is getting paid literally $100 million on his own per season. By himself. There's a reason why these top teams in Saudi we can't compete with. If we had an unlimited budget, we could possibly get players. Like we wouldn't have to rely on – and don't get me wrong. I like David Ruiz. But you can't tell me that David Ruiz can hang with a Sadio Mane, a Cristiano Ronaldo, a Laporte. Uh, who else? We had a bunch of players or even an Al-Halal. Like they, they got a Otavio. bunch of big names. Right? These are our big names. And we can't hang with them, and that's fine. 
Did I think that we were going to get spanked 6-0? No. No, I, I didn't. And I also didn't realize that they had Laporte. I, honestly, once I found out Ronaldo wasn't playing, my mood kind of changed and I didn't give a crap about the game anymore. So I didn't even yeah. really look into the game all that much. Well, and Steven's mentioning that comment that you were looking for on Nazir play, payroll is $328 million per season. So When somebody said $20 million difference, I thought that was too small. And that seems like a lot higher than I thought. Uh, at some point, I'll look it up myself. Look, uh, yeah, no. I'm mentioning I, it again. So I, I don't know how accurate that is, but that does sound more. That sounds more believable than when somebody said that it's a $20 million difference. Well, and GFR, I, how much do you think Ronaldo's getting paid a year? This I'm gonna uh, like a like a gajillion dollars. I mean, GFR is mentioning right now 500k is our weekly payroll. There's this six million. So and and listen, it's it's pretty obvious. It's like Kata's mentioning here. MLS rules promote horrible defending. Absolutely, go so, ahead, Danny. So you, Ronaldo, for for the person that said that the today's team gets only. Only twenty million more than our salary, which I don't know where they got that from. I don't even know why I let that slide so easily. Ronaldo alone is getting paid two hundred and thirteen million dollars a year. Him alone is getting paid two hundred and thirteen million dollars a year. A whole team in the MLS is like, has to so, capped out at five point two million. So again, the Saudi league is not better than the MLS team, but yes, the top teams in Saudi are far superior than all the MLS teams. That I'll give you because they have top quality players at every position. All right, I guess if you want to get back to today's game. Yeah, let's get get back to the game because if not, we're going to be talking about Gam and Tam. No, thank you, ma'am. So getting back to the game, you said... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just one more thing. It's okay. Fire away. The only positive that I see to this is that Don the God Garber feels embarrassed by this oh absolutely because i've been preaching i love the parody in the mls i love it i do but if at any point you want to compete with teams over the uh, in europe or asia or any of those teams if that is your ultimate goal then you got to stop with this parody stuff because at that point you need to afford to compete with those teams Shame parody inside this continent that's fine you can keep with the salary cap and you can compete with everybody but if you want to compete with everybody else show me the I'm money sorry yeah you got you gotta you gotta let the team spend all right go ahead chris so, yeah so i mean again we need money we need money garber come on i listen so you're saying that after the first two goals you weren't worried the worst part is is that that third goal was just such an embarrassing goal yeah, that man, more that than half the field, like you said, it's like it's like big kids playing against little kids yeah, it's and, and one stuff. Yeah, and and that's awful. It's it's a it's embarrassing. And um, and listen, I mean, I started getting worried after the second goal because the second goal occurred what I think it was like 15 minutes within the first 15 minutes of the game. I, I mean, like 13th, I don't have it the, was, it was... yeah. I mean, the first 15 minutes was just putrid. And you're thinking the team coming out fresh is ready to go ahead and play against this team. But, geez, man, I don't know. You were going to mention something, Danny? Yeah, I agree with Peaches that it's good to play better teams. I agree. I agree. I did like that. I I, I do like that because what they saw today and what they saw on Monday 
and we're going to get into the Hong Kong game uh, towards the end of the show, but what they might see in Hong Kong, which I don't think is going to be at anywhere near what we just got done seeing, but it'll be no. the 11 best in that league. So, you know, decent competition, I guess. It's not going to yeah. be anything compared to what they're going to see when they come back to the MLS. And I think that's good. I think that's very good. And it's going to bode well for them when the season starts. But when you're playing Messi all those minutes, it's a different story. And we'll get into that in a sec. And I think that we're probably going to win. I mean, that's maybe I'm just tooting my own horn in terms of like hoping for the best, but yeah, I would hope. want to do that again. Yeah, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't say how much I like the starting lineup. Um, it was, look, listen, it was awful. It was embarrassing. I really, I really hate how we lost more so than just losing, period. It was really embarrassing, and it's something that I know that not only is the Saudi League going to be carrying for the rest of eternity, but then you have so many people that are fans of other leagues from the outside that are looking at this like, MLS, you're garbage. Yeah, they're dying to kill MLS. I know. Yeah. It's so obnoxious. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it really Rojas. is. Especially but you know what? But, but that, that's when I was thinking like, well, maybe this is a positive. right? I try, I try to see the positive in most things. And the positive here is because people, the higher-ups in MLS, they don't want to get embarrassed like this. They hear everybody talking. I saw yeah. Franco Panizo. He put out something. He's like, if the, the score was reversed and Inter-Miami would have won 6-0, Don Garber would have been going wild and having MLSsoccer.com posting a bunch of stuff about like how, how competitive they are and stuff. And I agree. Yeah. I think that these games don't Absolutely. matter. But when there's a certain result that stands out the way today's did, you jump at that. You're like, look, look, look at how good our league is. But on the reverse, he may not be talking about it now. He might be saying, oh, but it's a preseason. It doesn't matter. But I promise you, he doesn't like getting embarrassed. And maybe this makes them think twice. Tom Bogart said that there was no chance for a fourth DP this season. That maybe next season. So maybe they consider it for next season. Maybe we do get a fourth DP next year. Like, I don't know. Maybe this this will somehow be a good thing, especially if we flame out in the CCC, like some people are saying. Well, and we got we got scored within the first 13 minutes, three goals. Definitely worried. We're cooked. We're done. Throw the whole season out. Like, don't even go to Hong Kong anymore. Just fly right back. Just cancel the rest of this of this circus act. After the first that's, 13 minutes. That's what it's going to be. You, you, you don't think that this is going to be like a, a joke at this point? The rest of this no. tour? No, because we're not going to play this kind of quality for the rest of the tour. We have what? Two more games? Three. Well, uh, I mean, okay. technically two if you, don't count, if you don't count the whole game. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It's uh. After the first three goals, like, I'm pretty sure everybody was checked out. We get to the half, and there's no way that I felt like Messi was going to play at that point. But let's, no but, but let's, well, yeah, we'll get into that. But let's not skip over the, the second half of the first half. Yeah. Because I felt like they finally started settling in. Like, yes, I felt they like did. they were finally getting some things going towards the second part of that first half. Yeah. Now, there was a really good chance that Gressel hit, um, David Ruiz on the right side of the box. David Ruiz completely, yes. he, he whiffed at it. He completely missed the ball. Uh, so Luis Suarez had a chance, didn't get all of it, bounced. David Ospina got injured on that save. It was an easy yeah. save. But they, they were, again, they were, they were starting to create chances. 
And it he felt actually like got Jordy injured before on the left that. Side. On a, he actually I, yeah. got, I got injured before that on like a throw. So, which is funny because he ended up coming out the game right after that play, though. So, so I um, I thought that they were looking better offensively at that yeah. point. Defensively, this three in the back has to stop. It, it does. I don't understand what the point of it is, and I don't. To start the preseason, it didn't bother me. Well, and yeah, not I know. Anybody. No, it's not that they're tricking anybody. It's just that, okay, they want to test it out. Go for it. Test it out. But I thought the point of preseason was to experiment with things. I thought, you got seven games. You got plenty of time to experiment. Yeah, throw five five in the back. You want to do three in the back? Go ahead. Play one in the back. I don't care. Experiment. He hasn't experimented with anything. It's looked exactly the same every single game. And if, if things, at least defensively, started looking a little better, then okay. But they haven't. They've progressively gotten worse because the first two games they didn't look great, right? But it was a, it was a, what was it against El Salvador? Was it a zero-zero tie, right? So it was a shutout. Yeah. And then we allowed one goal against Dallas. So and it was on that that giveaway by Alba transition, whatever. So it wasn't horrible. But when we started getting pressed here in Saudi Arabia, oh, things look horrible. Like we can't handle that press. Like, yeah. Aviles. Turning the ball over like crazy. And by the way, Freire, I think I said it right this time. Freire, supposedly horrible with the ball at his feet. Not a good distributor. So if you're telling me that he's not a good distributor, hey, just keep pressing us and we'll keep giving the ball away apparently. So we got to fix that somehow. We got to have a pivot there as an outlet for two center backs and wing backs. Let's go back to four in the back. This three in the back experiment shit ain't working. And you know who was good with, with the ball at their feet? Kamal Miller. He was. He was. He was. I I don't know, man. I thought I thought that after the first first half of the first half, you know, ladder in the in the first half, we started getting better on offense. Not only was that, you know, pretty good that play with David Ruiz and and uh, and Suarez, but then also Campana had an opportunity to be able to score as well. Um, I mean, look, it's yeah, but we had was, a couple opportunities. That was, that was, the Campano was sexy, but I, I didn't think they had any chance of going in. It did. I mean, but look, you never know on any given play, you can you can get the ball in the back of the net. It's just yeah, if Drake is the one defending. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> look, the one thing that I'm very scared of is our back line, and I'm pretty sure everybody should be concerned about that. Uh, somebody mentioned, I just lost a comment about that little scuffle between Jordi Alba and Sergio Busquets with um, with one of the players on Al Nazar. And because uh, I guess they, they fouled the hell out of uh, No Allen. Well, that yeah. I liked. That I liked because that was a dirty tackle. Even though he didn't, he didn't necessarily hit No Allen very hard, but it was an unnecessary, ugly tackle because he came from behind when No Allen, I think he had already passed the ball, but he came and got all leg. Again, it wasn't it wasn't something crazy where he was gonna like lose his legs or anything, but it was a dirty play. So I was kind of happy that they stood up for their guy. I thought everybody kept making a big deal about Busquets punching him in the face. I, I don't yeah. think he he punched him in the face. I think he was trying to grab his jersey, he and he kind of missed the jersey and got his draw. Um, so I don't think it was a full out punch. But I kind of like that they that they stood up for him. I really do. And there's so many people that are shitting on Drake, and we were big fans of drake calendar I last year i still am i am still yeah. a big drake fan. 
But now I ask you and I ask the chat. I mean, you're basically answering the question. A lot of people are talking about Drake. Like, I mean, is is uh should we be worried about Drake Calendar at this moment? Or was this just one of those games where just nothing was going right? I'm worried about him. I, I feel like bit. every I feel like everybody needs time to get adjusted in the preseason. And again, I've never played goalkeeper. I have no idea how that works. And maybe I'm talking out of my ass. And you know, if you think I am, so be it. You know, maybe I am. But I feel like playing goalkeeper is all instincts. And I, I need to, I, and I don't know, like block the ball. Like if he was like off the mark with like some some long passes or just just passing the ball, finding the outlet man is one thing. But the way he's letting the balls in through his through his through his gloves or right under his glove, I almost feel like. Ah, preseason or not, I figured that you would have this down by now, Drake. Like, I don't know. But again, maybe I'm completely wrong. So there you go. Look, Raul says Danny knows nothing about football. So maybe maybe I'm right. Yeah, maybe he's right. Maybe I know nothing. And he should be he 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 needs time to adjust also. So uh I'm probably wrong. And and Kata's mentioning why add six minutes to a friendly with a six oh score line. That's something I want to talk about a little bit later with uh with Tata Martino complaining about those six minutes, that was just embarrassing. You need. I wasn't to get worried about Miller. Off. I liked Miller. I yeah. I can't. I don't know how long you've been listening, Lawrence. But the episode before he got traded, I said we don't need a center back. We got Kamal Miller. Let's get a yeah. midfielder. Literally, what I was saying that episode, I said we needed a midfielder. I don't want any more center backs. I'm happy with Kamal Miller. So. Oh man, and now now we're now we're getting the calls out, Danny De Gea. Nah. Everybody thinks we're gonna go get the hair now. I mean, I mean at it, this point, you it, might as well. Drake looks like this, like to start the season, then maybe I start to worry. But yeah, you know, I, I figure out who the who the person was, but apparently I don't know anything. So you know, let's just give Drake time. It was, uh, it was. I think it was Raúl Rojas. But Raúl, moving on. So we finished the first half. We get to the second half, and we feel like okay, revitalized. But then the same team stays out there. I I had a feeling that Messi wasn't going to play because at that point, what are you going to do? Like bring Messi on and try to win the game three goals behind. Like there's absolutely no way. So they don't bring him on. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's not going to play. We get scored on three more times, Mm -hmm. right? One was a penalty. Uh, Another one was a beautiful header. I think it was a, a beautiful setup off of the corner with like a header to header play. Oh, my God. I thought that was gorgeous. And I forgot what the last goal was. But, I mean, is there anything that that we're missing before Messi came into the game? Because I think Taylor came on. And after Taylor came on, I think Taylor came on with uh, Yedlin. And then they took out Busquets and Jordi Alba. Uh, They were attacking on the left side a lot. And then just connecting with passes to the back post. And it felt like like last year all over again. Like, what was this this guy? The guy that had the hat trick. I'm I'm slipping on his name right uh, now. Taliska. Taliska. Yeah. How many times did they try to find them on the down the right side? Now the thing is, when when the wing backs are playing that high up, they're in transition and they're coming down the left side. Then Aviles takes the man coming down the left side, and then Kristoff cheats off to make sure he marks anybody that's making a run, and then that leaves Noah Allen out on an island to cover everything else that's happening on the right side of the field or our Absolutely. left, whatever, however you want to see it. Like, this this can't keep happening. Like, uh, some of those goals, Drake had no chance. Some of them he did, but some of them he had no chance. 
Like it, oh, it, it's, it's been looking really rough. Good call there, Nick. Yeah, it was Jordi and Suarez. My bad. Yeah, it was Jordi and Suarez. I thought Busquets was was subbed off. Good call there. Good I think stuff. Busquets played almost a full ninety. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's right, because Campana came off for Messi towards the end. So yeah, good call there, buddy. I thought it was just a bad showing overall. I thought that we kind of picked up the pace in the second half. Um, I mean, really to no avail. Like we we weren't generating enough offense. It, you know, I, I don't know what kind of tricks, you know, Tata's trying to play. Like if Gressel's actually going to play defense because he wasn't playing any defense whatsoever. He wasn't playing any defense. He was way too high. He was moving up. He was trying to do too too much on the offensive that's why side. He actually looked, that's why he looked better than he did last game, though, because yeah. Look, and, and we've had we had uh, Tommy one time tell us from the Atlanta podcast. He played for Atlanta, and we had Ty tell us last night that he played for Columbus last year. You're not gonna get good defense out of Gressel. Yeah, what you're gonna get is some decent offense coming down that right side, and he showed some of that today. So don't count on him producing too much uh, defensively. But offensively, hopefully he can get us something. Yedlin got placed that left back going in for Jordi Alba. That was kind of weird, right? Yeah. Seeing uh, but, Yedlin go but, out to left back. Could it be because Noah Allen looked good? I mean, looked much better than he has at left center back? Like it, Maybe. It's like baptism I, by fire. I guess. And Lewis is saying, Lewis is saying that Yedlin should have started – I mean, I don't know, man. This whole thing with Yedlin and Gressel, like, I feel like it can really be beneficial to the team. I really do. And I feel like we're going to be able to see the fruits of that labor during the regular season. I think right now, as they're working it out, like, during this preseason, it's not looking great. It's looking better game by game. I mean, obviously, they they didn't do it this game. But I do think that that's going to be a critical component for for our success in the season especially on the defensive end. Where do you think Diego Gomez fits oh into this? Oh, my God, really? Oh, my God. This guy, Trocudo, Trocutu. I mean, you really think Diego Gomez is that big of a difference maker that he would have not allowed? I mean, look look at the comment that you put. He would not let this happen. No well, way. Well, I put that up not, not so much because I don't think he would have let this happen, but because I do want to talk about Diego Gomez. Where does he fit into all this? No, but he's not letting that happen according to this comment, Danny. It's not happening. This, what happened today, 6-0, doesn't happen if Diego Gomez is on the field. He's a motor. He would have been back there playing defense. Ah, oh, please. Gregory's a freaking motor, bro. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Give me that, Adrian. Let's go. If we're gonna start, if we're gonna start talking nonsense, might as well bring back Emerson. Come on. Come on. And and look, Hammy's mentioning Gomez. When, look, is is he a motor? Yes, he is a very good player on on defense, and somewhat a contributor on offense, I guess. But would he made would he have made a difference, Danny? You really think so? Come on, come on. Maybe I don't know. Salvatore here is commenting that if both teams had their full rosters, it could have been uglier. I'd say if both teams had their full rosters, and both teams were in midseason form. It wouldn't have been as ugly. How about that? I agree with that. Yeah. How about that? So. How about that? And Kristoff, people want Kristoff out. Gregory is not good. Um, I didn't think Kristoff was going to be on this team. 
this year. I'm surprised that he's still here, and that not just that we're gonna count on him. He 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 is gonna be a starter. It looks like. I'm I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised. When I saw the lack of movement as far as acquiring players that are defenders, I thought it's because we were gonna stick with a four man line. And Kamal Miller and Avilis were there. And then when Kamal Miller left, I said, okay, we're going to find somebody else to replace Kamal Miller. At no point did I think we were going to go and decide to play with three center backs. Good looking out there, Adrian. Guys, take the time and like. Do whatever you got to do. Subscribe. Help us out. Help, help the boys out. And this is a good question by Hydro. Would I'm the sorry, MLS All-Stars... No, you can keep that one up. But would the MLS All-Stars have beaten this team? Uh, they would have they would put up a better fight, I think. When you yeah. when you're what look like, I give. I agree with uh, some of the comments from earlier in the show where everybody was like, "Yeah, but it takes more than money to win a game." I agree, it helps to have better players on the pitch. But yes. if you tell me that it's the MLS All Star team, then you have a high caliber player at every position. So I think that yes, you do have a better chance. Now, difference is this team is mid season form playing with each other. Right, so they have the chemistry down and all that other stuff. MLS All Star team would be kind of put together and figure it out on the yeah. fly, so it's different. But I do think that they would have fared better. Would they have beat them? Probably not. This team, this team is is good, but I think they would have uh, uh, played better. What do you and think about as far that as Raul, uh, if I still think Drake, I still like Drake after these two games. Yeah, I I do, I do. I mean, it's 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 preseason form, guys. So, like, I do get it. Like, these guys are in preseason form. Kara, uh, I got it at the MLS store. MLS is that MLSstore.com? I think it is. And um, I got it when they had an error, and they had it marked down for cheaper. And then later, I saw that they were charging more for it. I don't I don't know why. It's authentic. I, I don't know. They had like an error there. And um, I was hesitant to buy it at first because I was like, why does it cost so little? And then they fixed it, but I got it anyway. By the way, if you want to buy the jersey on Dick's, DickSportingGoods.com, they have it for like $15 cheaper than they do on Fanatics and MLS Store. Nice. Dick's, Mm -hmm. when are you going to sponsor us, Dick's? Mm Well, just that so Raul Rojas is mentioning somebody fired Tata now before it's too late. Is it okay if we could zoom towards the end of the game here, Danny? Or is there anything that we're missing in terms nah, of like it. full game coverage? How many times somebody kicked the ball with their left foot? Like we're done with that kind of stuff, right? No, no, we're go done for with it. That. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So and let's I get into the next couple- talk. So I want to talk about I want to talk about something with the broadcast. Did you guys see or did you see Danny how they had like little pink squares and little yellow squares? What was the purpose of that? The broadcast team didn't even know how to explain that. Was that like areas that they were like running into? I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know. I saw I was I was working while I, while I had the game on, so I had the yeah. the sound down, so I didn't hear a lot of the the broadcasting, so I couldn't tell you. So, so now my next map. question. Yeah, oh, a heat map. Just said it's okay. a heat map. Nice. Okay. Now, and, and that's squares, good. That's then. good. It was. Why yeah, were they I don't know. Maybe. Though? Yeah, because I guess there were like more there or whatnot because they were always yeah, playing defense. I, I've, I I've seen heat maps. I don't see why it would be a square, but okay. 
I don't know. I I thought that that was kind of confusing. And then at the end of the game, you know, you have everybody seeing Tata requesting to play the night the six minutes, and it was really ninety five minutes already. Requesting. At that point. Yeah, like he wasn't requesting, but he told the ref like, "Hey, you said six extra minutes. She cut the game at ninety five instead of ninety six. I don't think that that's like, what they were complaining about. Yeah, I think they were complaining. He, no, they were complaining because they made it six minutes. Oh, Messi, Messi came on at what, like the eighty third minute, to give or take. 80, yeah, eighty fourth, eighty third minute. Yep. So, so a couple things. If he's really injured, it had to be contractual that he played, and I think that's bullshit. I think that David Beckham, Jorge Mas, and anybody else who's in charge, you guys are fools. You guys are fools. To let these people tell you that you have to play Messi injured. You're complete idiots. Idiots, if that's what happened. If you are allowing Messi to play injured because they said he has to play injured while they let Ronaldo watch from a suite, you guys are morons. So he played for like, let's say, six or seven minutes. Yeah. And it's a blowout. So you would assume that after six or seven minutes, it's a blowout. Give an extra minute of extra time and that's it. But because it's in yeah. Saudi and they run shit, obviously, because they have Jorge Mas by their palms, right? They said, nah, give it six minutes because we're going to give this crowd a full at least 10 to 12 minutes of Messi on the pitch. That's what happened. That's the only reason they would put six minutes is because they were told, no, no, no. Messi's going to play more than 10 minutes. So you're going to give us an extra six minutes. That's what happened there. And and Icom is mentioning it was contractual. Guys, show me the contract. No, I, I don't saying... doubt it. I believe it. I believe it. If he and I and somebody, uh, Michael Michael Nor said, Michael said it was an excuse. I believe that. That's what I thought I originally. I believe that. But but if hypothetically, it's really bothering him the hamstring as BS, and they forced him to play contractually. And yeah. then they added those six minutes to force him to run out there. Well, walk out there, right? Because he's not really running. But to walk around there for an extra six minutes. And I think that that is what they were complaining about at the end of the game. They were saying, why the hell did you give six minutes? This is a blowout. Yeah. And according to Mike V, somebody peed in your, in your Cocoa Pebbles this morning. So I'm not a child. I don't eat Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, get out of here, man. And and Adrian, you're a thousand percent correct. Yeah, they should have just allowed him to stand right at the line. They should have. Don't move. Don't do anything. You know, get your raises from somebody else. So I don't know, man. Everybody's hating on Tata. It's the preseason, so it's tough to sort of gauge. But like with the way things are going right now, I'm not a big fan of what Tata is doing. Maybe he's just like cooking a little too much trying a couple different things. It feels like we're not getting consistency. Right? Am I and, and am I talking out of pocket by saying that? Like or or do no. or do or do you see we're, consistency we're, in some I way? I see consistency. I see we're consistently bad on defense. That's the consistency I see. Oh, that's yeah. I see yeah. that Tata is consistently not changing this formation because he wants to keep experimenting. Now, my thought was preseason experiment. He's not even experimenting in the second half. He's not even experimenting yeah. in the last 15 minutes of the game. He's just like, let's just let it ride. Yeah. Look, I, and, and, I've, and I've been, and I'll admit it, I've been on here. Preseason doesn't matter. Preseason doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But 
show me something. Show me like that you're trying to like experiment with something. Put Luis Suarez at goalie. Like show me something. Well, and and Kata's mentioning formation is consistent. I mean, formation is it really consistent? Like Inter Miami lies yeah. to you guys every single game. They put garbage on the on the starting lineup every week. It's literally something every different. I thought it was just a Phil Neville thing. And it looks like it's just gotten to a point where just Inter Miami just wants to lie to you every start of the game. I um I would I would never fire a manager or coach in the preseason. So I, yeah, I know no, a lot of people saying fire Tata. I would never, yeah. ever <laughs> fire him. And if we yeah. start the season losing the first four or five games, I've lived through that shit with Phil Neville plenty of times. I'm still not firing him. But if we get to like April, late April, we're not winning and our defense looks the same and we're still running the same formation and he's not changing things, then we can start talking about Tata being out. But as of right now, as frustrated as I am with him, because I am, yeah, I, I absolutely don't think that he should be fired. No, that, that would be silly. Well, who are you going to hire right now? Yeah. Or who are you going to hire that's of, of good quality? I mean, Adrian is mentioning here in the comments, down 4-0, you should have swapped out the whole squad, put on the bench. I, I actually agree with that. What are you going to learn in the last 20 minutes of the game? What are you learning? of keeping your starters on there and risking injury and having guys possibly get injured just for what? You're down 4-0. It's not even worth it. The game doesn't count. It's not worth it. One world, one goal. Why on earth would we want Xavi when he's having a horrible time over there in Barcelona? Like, he's doing a horrible job over there. Please. Like, I, and even though I like to give my all my Liverpool friends a hard time, I would take Jurgen Klopp over Xavi, even though I know Jurgen Klopp isn't going to come over here, and I know that that's not even an option. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, if we're talking about just a random European coach, I know that Xavi's cool with Messi and stuff, but please, no, no, please. Oh, I'm sorry. I took off the comment. I was putting up Lucas's comment because he's, he's, he's telling everybody to chill out. Let, let Chris Hendel cook, you know, and, and what he mentioned in December, that he's going to be making moves. I mean, look, moves have been made. I mean, have they been the greatest? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. If we got a new out. roster spot. We're sending away Chris, uh, Chris McFay to uh, to Washington, D.C., so that's got to mean something, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think that that's going to pan out for something good. Um, I mean, other than that, uh, the only thing I guess we could bring up is did the, does anybody here in the chat, or do you, Danny, did you see any positives from this game? Any positives? <clears throat> I thought no. I like how Campana looked. Okay. Uh, he didn't stand out to me, but I don't think he played Bahordi either. He created some chances. Yeah. Noah Allen, I thought looked much better. And if if we have to, I don't think he's going to start the year as center back. But it's nice to know that if he keeps getting experience at this position, that in a tight bind, we can count on him to come in. Maybe he's going to keep yeah. playing better. He shouldn't be the starter, but, you know, Tata likes to have players that he could play in different positions, and and Noah Allen is making himself available in different positions. I thought today he, he played well. He recovered well. I was really happy when I saw him body somebody off of a ball. So Noah yeah. Allen was a positive. Gressel offensively looked a lot more um, productive than um, – than, it's right below me uh, – he looked a lot more productive than um, 
he had in the last two games at the, in the midfield. So obviously, yeah. if we're going to play him, it should probably be, be a wingback so he has the freedom to go up the right side, not clash with Yedlin up on the right side, and kind of whip those balls in. Uh, any other positives? Uh, the fact that Busquets and Jordi Alba were upset. They care in a preseason game, so they will care during the regular season. And um, and Messi, that very first ball, the first time he touched the ball, beautiful oh. la- uh, lead pass to, I forgot who was running down the middle. I think it was to Robert Taylor. Uh, and it, it was that Robert looked, Taylor, yeah. That, that was the nicest ball I saw all game, and it happened on the very first touch that Messi had. So knowing that we have Messi hopefully healthy, yeah, I, I, I don't feel like I have too much to worry about. Yeah, and and Adrian, you know, Adrian B is mentioning, and I I, I hope that's uh, Adrian, OG Adrian. Ruiz Stag is the only one that's risen this tour so far. He didn't do super well this game, but no, the one overall he, had, he has he been doing really good. Yeah. Yes. 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 Overall, he's been doing uh, good, and I'm pretty okay. sure all the all of the fan base is is happy with him. So, so I have a question for you. Do you wish? Right, because both you and I both were okay with the preseason tour. We didn't think it was that big a deal. Do yeah. you wish that we would not have gone on the preseason tour now? I mean, obviously we have awful, no say man. in this. this yeah. is- but the way it's, the last four games have played out, and and it's Apple TV, MLS.com, so everybody's watching it. Do you wish we would not have gone on this world tour? I, I don't think the tour was bad. I don't think the idea of the tour was bad. But when you lose a game like this, it's hard not to question whether a game like this, preseason or not, matters or not, is going to affect the image of the team and the league that that team plays in. Like, it's hard to defend that. It's hard to be able to defend this tour and say that it's not going to affect the image of the team. This is something that's absolutely going to affect the image of the MLS. Mm-hmm. Whether right like or wrong. Saudi, yeah, I, I mean, it's not just Saudi fans that are going to be eating this up. We're talking about, like, you know, EPL fans, Ligue fans. Like, everybody's going to be sitting here like, dude, you couldn't even beat Saudi Arabia. You couldn't beat Al-Nazir without Ronaldo. Like, this is... It's the, the the tour wasn't a bad idea, but this loss, I mean, it doesn't matter. I, do you think that it matters? What if what if we destroy the next couple teams? Do you Everything think that it will? Saudi. So you you don't think it'll wash away the loss that we just took? Beating the Hong Kong All Star team and Kobe whatever in Japan? No. Well, I mean, I I don't think that the tour or the idea of the tour was bad. I think that because of this game, it's absolutely something that everyone is going to regret down the line. Yeah. And, and Luis, we couldn't beat the El Salvador team, but remember, that was literally the first game of the preseason after three yeah. months off. And it's their national team. Like some people were saying, it's, it's a little more than money. Like, come on, like it's preseason for us. Like, I, I don't know if you guys in the chat watch more than just football or soccer. But if we talk about the NFL, the NBA, MLB, does anybody really sit down and watch the preseason? No, no, because you know those games are boring because, one, they're rusty. Two, they don't matter. So, like – Three, they play backups. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I wish. That would have been yeah. nice if we would have played some backups instead of playing messy 90 minutes against Al-Halal. Yeah. But um, – so, no, I, I, 
I don't think about that too much. You know, like, Clara's mentioning that she that that they think that this loss is going to affect the young, young ones. I actually think that this tour is actually going to be better for the young players because somebody mentioned in the chat how they're playing better competition, players mm -hmm. that actually want to go at their throats. Let me tell you something. David Ruiz, Noah Allen, they don't shy away from that kind of smoke. Mm -hmm. So I think the opposite. I think that the young ones are not going to be affected. I feel like maybe some of the veterans may be affected, like Kristoff. I think that he's uh, going to be definitely affected because he's like the anchor of the of the defense. Yeah, and the only look if I really think about it, whose confidence could be shaken during this preseason? The only person I could think of is Drake. I think Drake's confidence is probably shaken. Well, him, Kristoff. I mean, Toto looks like he is exhausted, and he's like five years old. He looks exhausted. Yeah. Toto has yeah, not looked good, especially when, when the team's being pressed. He has not looked good working out of that press, that's for sure. Yeah, he looks exhausted. Kristoff uh, is a veteran veteran, but he looks like he's in shambles. I mean, anybody that's playing on the defensive line, I feel bad for you, honestly, because you guys, unfortunately, don't have enough support. Well, I, I mean, saw a I lot of people saying that they, don't, that they don't mind the, the world tour. But that they kind of wish that um, they would have skipped the Saudi teams, and I can see that. I'm, I'm sure that they got paid handsomely for playing against the top Saudi teams, right? Oh yeah. But yeah. I think that they would have looked a lot better. Like Washington, the DC United is going to go out to Saudi, and they're going to play against lower teams. They're playing like the I forgot, like the eighth ranked team and like the tenth or something like that. Like I think that's a little smarter when DC goes over yeah. there and does that. But um, we played against the top two. And, I mean, that, that's what it, it looked like we played against the top two. And and Kata's mentioning we really need Mota back. I mean, I would I would like to have Mota back. But one thing that Tank is mentioning, that we should start the bench next match. Listen, Tank, this is a tour, baby. You're not getting the bench on a tour. You're getting I the sure whole kit and caboodle. I'm with Tank. I hope I don't so, think too. We're gonna, I don't think we're going to get that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would like that. Well, I need to know I, if these figures are correct. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, and and I, I don't yeah. know if you were watch you were with us uh like half hour ago when I was having this conversation with everybody, but I don't think the Saudi league is better than the MLS team, but I do think that the top Saudi teams are miles better than all MLS teams because they have a crazy um, salary uh, on those teams. So uh, I I think. When is the next game? It is Sunday morning. So Saturday night going into Sunday morning. It is at 3 a.m. And um, we might be doing a live post game after that, depending on if Chris can roll out. Better. So yeah, um, I'll be we might. So we'll be doing a, a live post game after that game. Um, I think that the World Tour is a good thing, not just for Inter Miami, but for the league as a whole. I, I think it shows the growth of this league. And I know, I know that the result today kind of ruins that, right? Because now we got the whole, like, you know, people say, like, oh, even negative press is good press. Nah, I, I'd rather not have negative press. But yeah. we have what people say a big four, right? They have Messi, Busquets, Alba, and Luis Suarez. Yeah. Well, for those that don't know, uh, before Inter Miami came into existence, I was a supporter of NYCFC. 
NYCFC came into existence in 2015. When they came into existence, they came into existence with three big names, David Villa, Frank Lampert, and Andrea Pirlo. Okay? Now, when they came into existence, you figure three big names. Yes, maybe not as big as Messi, but those are big names in the soccer world, especially 10 years ago. Now, I went to watch one of their preseason games. Now, you saw what a preseason game looks like right now for a top team. We were in Saudi Arabia. Even DC United is going to go play preseason games in Saudi Arabia. Things have changed. I'm going to show you a picture of a picture that I took eight years ago yesterday. This is what a preseason game looked like with those three legends on the pitch three years, uh, ten years ago. Look at that right there. That, that right there. For those of you on audio, go ahead, Danny. Explain it for those of them on audio as well. They literally had us just sit along the sideline on the grass. If anybody ran to the side, they could fall over us because we were sitting on the ground watching these guys. And if you look closely, that's Andrea Pirlo in the middle of your screen. To the left, that's Frank Lampard. And I believe right next to the goalie in the back, that's Davi Vija. Like, this is what preseason looked like. Look at them. That was them warming up before the game. That's at Florida Gulf Coast University. Like, this, these are the pictures that we were, we were watching. Like, this is what preseason used to look like when you had three legends on the pitch. Hmm. And you're going to tell me 10 years ago. It was in 26. No, I'm sorry. Eight years ago. You're right. It was in 2016. This is what it looked like. They're not even wearing their regular kits. They're wearing training kits. And on top of that, they were playing against Florida Gulf Coast University team, and they won 1-0. 1-0 with Andrea Pirlo, Frank Lampard, and Davija. Don't tell me that you're not happy that this team and this league has grown to the point where we are now seeing like this league get some attention. Like I was there. I was sitting on the ground, like the players were literally running up to us. So it, I understand that today was an ugly look. But take a step back and appreciate, for those of you that are going to stick with the MLS after this whole messy thing is gone, appreciate where this league has come in the last 10 years and where it's possibly going from here on out. So yes, today was a bad day. But this preseason tour is a good thing. For us and for the MLS. So I just wanted to show you those pictures because I saw them and literally it was eight years ago yesterday. And this league has come a long way in the last eight years. So uh, yeah, I think I, I don't, I'm glad that they went on this tour and I'm glad that the MLS keeps growing as it is. Look at that, guys. You got angry Danny and then you got counselor Danny at the end. Come on. Come on, guys. Be happy. Have some perspective. Yeah, man, it's be- it's a beautiful thing to see the the league excel and and start to grow, whether we got destroyed today or not. You know, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Look, but I I will, I will admit though, it was was pretty cool watching those three legends like an arm length of wank sometimes because they would just pass by the sideline while we're yeah. literally sitting there. It was it was wild. It was a wild experience. Very cool. And by the way, I'm going to go ahead and show the video that I uploaded a little earlier, Danny, about the jerseys. 
So oh, yeah. for those of you, for those of you that keep asking about the jersey that uh, the kit that Danny has on right now, he got it from MLSsoccer.com. Like he mentioned, you can go on Dick Sporting Goods and, and get it for $15 off. Uh, I got a buddy of mine, exclusive, exclusive footage here, guys. Um, I didn't see that. I was going to read it, but whatever. Um, I got a buddy of mine that just went on the, what is it? The icon of the seas, the biggest yep. cruise ship in the whole planet. So yep. he went into the store and here, let me go ahead and just mute that. So that's him in the store. Uh, for those of you in audio, this is a friend of mine that was on the ship on vacation and he is looking into the store and there is literally all brand new Inter Miami kits uh, with Messi on the back, of course, because Royal Caribbean is the new sponsor for the club. So if you can't get it on Dick Sporting Goods or MLSsoccer.com, go on a cruise, pay a billion dollars and get it there. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? This jersey is a lot more salmon than I thought. Get out of here, Kata. Kata's hating on the on the cruise. Wait, you're on mute, Danny. They can't hear you right now because you are on mute. But uh, for those of you on audio, he was showing his jersey. And now, go ahead. Give me a second. Well, yeah, yeah. He disconnected his whole setup, guys. But it's okay. He's got his microphone set up. So this pink is not like the salmon pink. The the this salmon pink, I'm not a big fan of. I wish they would have used this pink right here. The pink that's on the black jersey, on the away yeah, the one jersey. On, on the Lanocha jersey. Wow, I'm all over the place. So let me get a, a yeah. good this is good. Oh so, yeah, look at that. Maybe, look at maybe the on difference. camera, maybe on camera it's not too noticeable. But this oh, no, it is, 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 is a lot clearer than this one. And I kind of wish they would have gone with this pink because this is very salmon. It is very salmon. But I was wrong. The Royal Caribbean is the same size on both kits. So it is the same size. Um, but I do I do wish. Look, even on here, look, they could have gone with this pink. I don't know why they, they decided to go with the, the salmon pink. When they could have just gone with this pink right here. So, um, and Dennis notices that, the change. Well, I think this is the biggest change right here. This is what the heartbeat used to look like the heartbeat kit. And then this is the yeah. new one. Big difference between the heartbeat and the other one. So, you think they did it purposely just to like keep a little bit of the old on the jersey? Maybe, maybe they maybe. did that. Maybe I I don't see why they just wouldn't have kept the whole thing. I like the heartbeat pink. I thought that that was just going to be our pink from it forever. Yeah, it is, and it is shiny and it is see through. I think it's going to be see through when it gets wet. You could probably see my tank top on there, right? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I could see it a little bit. Yeah, it's a white tank top, so maybe it's hard to see. But I, I think it is going to be see through when you when it gets wet and people start sweating in it. I think it's going to be like that white, the white original uh, kit that we started playing with in our first season. Hey, Salvatore, um, your comment here letting us know that Saudi without Ronaldo just kicked the shit out of our team. No, I, I didn't know that. Thanks for the update. Uh, you know, we've just been talking about nonsense for the last hour and seven minutes. But hey, well, uh, Salvatore, thank you so much, buddy. And, and while you're here letting us know about what happened uh, now that we're informed, go ahead and, and like the video, please. Thanks, buddy. Well, for the record, 
yes, Inter Miami did lose to that team. But if Messi played and was healthy, maybe we would have won. So, whatever. Quite possibly. <laughs> Thanks, Salvatore. It was a big update, man. I couldn't have lived without that. Couldn't have he, lived he, he wasn't talking to you. He was updating somebody in the chat. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Salvatore. I literally attacked you, and I apologize. I literally <laughs> apologize. Sorry about that. Uh, all right. So, um, we got we, a, have... we got a game against Hong Kong, Danny. Okay, so before we get in the game, okay, actually, let's let's do the game against Hong Kong, and then I'll tell you about Publix. All right, uh, game against Hong Kong. I know that it's against their, I guess, what you would call their all-star team, kind of like that MLS does sometimes. Don't know any of the players. Didn't look into them. It's uh, what today's Thursday, so another two days of rest before we play another game. So I would assume Messi's coming off the bench. Uh, Suarez is coming off the bench. I think it's going to be heavy rotation. I don't think that that Hong Kong paid the money that um, that the Saudis paid. So I don't think that they're forcing anybody to play ninety minutes just because. So I think that um, I think that we see a lot of the young kids, like a lot of people have been asking for. I think we see a lot of the young kids on Sunday. I think so. And I, what I'm hoping is is that we do win the next couple games. Just to sort of you know wash away this last uh, this last game that we just had, mm-hmm. because I mean we we need something that's gonna be that's gonna be helpful to us because or at least to like give us a resurgence leading into this in, into the new season because it's been it's been rough, it's been rough. It has been rough, but um, like I, like I said, I think it's gonna be a lot of the academy players playing. You're gonna see Sutherland out there. You might see David Reese still out there. Maybe no Allen playing left back for once. I, I think it's going to be a lot of that. And I could be wrong. Maybe they'll have Messi run out there for 90 minutes. But uh, that's more or less what I'm expecting for Sunday. We're going drastic. Tank is asking us to bench Drake. Kata wants to resign Marsman. I mean, what? what no, we, don't what give up on Drake that quickly. What are we doing? Signing Iniesta? Like, yeah, because oh that's what goodness. we need. We need more yeah. slow guys. Iniesta. <laughs> Iniesta. Iniesta looked like he was 40 at the age of 20. I'm telling you. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of him when he was like 20. Iniesta looks so old since he was a young age, and he ran that way also. He had pure class, but I, I, I don't want any more slow old guys on this team. Yeah. Um, like a lot of people are, are, are saying the same thing. A lot of rotation. Uh, bench, a lot of bench. Uh, I would be happy if Messi doesn't see the pitch again until he comes back and plays against the all-new boys. So um, I'm hoping that that's what happens, but we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm looking forward to the game. And look, we are going to be doing a we are going to be doing a post game right after the game. So the game's what at three in the morning Eastern Standard so be, Time. So it should be five so in the morning. Five in the morning Eastern Standard Time. So we'll be on here. We'll be on mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I don't expect a lot of people on here live, but um, just so you know, when you wake up, you can wake up, watch the game, and then you can tune in to see what we pl- we talked about earlier in that morning and if you are for whatever reason up if you're a different part of the world and you're up at that time feel free to jump on with us uh hopefully hopefully one last thing uh i saw something i I had somebody send me something and you know that inter miami season's coming around when they start promoting the new Publix inter miami sub so right here they got the new sub on the way. They got the, the displays that are supposed to go up on February 8th. 
and it's supposed to be up until October 30th. My question to you is, have you tried the Inter-Miami sub from last year? Yes, I did have the Inter-Miami sub from last year. I think it had like bacon and avocado. It was good. It was a really good sub. Can you get that as a wrap? I, I don't know. I didn't get it as a wrap. I got it. I said, give it to me just like how the picture is. So you no like changes. So like, I'm not a big sub guy. I like wraps. Well, I mean, I wanted to eat it the way that it was presented. And, uh, you know, even the person that was making the sandwich, I guess, because it was so early, they didn't know how to make the sandwich. So they had to, like, use, like, this cheat sheet to be able to make the sub. So you so can't I even just got it correctly. Yeah. So I just said, give it to me the way that it looks on that picture. And they made it. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yes, Dennis, it was with avocado and it was great. Oh, avocados are amazing. What are you talking about? And by the way, I, I got introduced to avocados late in life. My wife introduced me to avocados a couple of years ago, and I didn't realize what I was missing in my life. Yeah, um, I also got introduced to that late as well. It's called a pub sub, not a pub rep. Okay, but there are such things as pub reps. So how about you Congre- suck it, Sean? How about, no, that's good. No, Sean, no, you get a medal, bro. You get the comment of the night. Oh, shut, it. shut up, Danny. Yeah. Listen, the whole the whole chat's about to light you up. No, man, wraps are so much better than subs. What are you doing? Especially now? the spinach wraps. Anyway, um, well, if you are here on with us, I see that there's still a few on with us. We're probably gonna start wrapping it up soon. Uh, so please leave us a like and subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday morning to uh, discuss what hopefully is a much better showing than what we saw today. The the competition that we're gonna be facing. Starting Sunday until I would assume the end of next year is not going to be at the caliber of the expensive teams that we played against uh, this year. So, um, yeah, uh, if you want to wrap so bad, then eat a burrito. Well, for the record, I prefer burritos over tacos. So I don't know if that means anything. I do, too. There you go. So I am. And I see a lot of people writing discord, discord. Uh, Actually, the discord has been made. Uh, we are going to open it to everybody uh, next week, the week before the season starts. So yeah. look out for that. And um, we're going to do that. Hopefully I, we can get it up and going for everybody to join before the the last preseason game, which is on February 15th, right? So yes. we'll try to get it going before that so we can kind of test it out for that preseason game and you know go get it going during that game. We could all you know chat or whatever so um yeah we'll, we'll get that going before that game and kind of just see how that goes so we can get it all going before the season starts and what is i think god is just pulling our leg here but for those of you that uh that don't know discord is just like a big chat so is is so yeah all right uh any final words there chris any final thoughts uh we won't tell arsenal guy about the discord arsenal He's guy bad. never came back yeah, he, he left. He never came back. So don't worry he, about that guy. He was he was around for what, like the first couple episodes of the year, and then he just decided to stop coming. So. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'm looking forward to the next game. I'm looking forward to every game because, like, I just want to see more and more Inter Miami just not lose like this by six goals, which is completely awful. So hopefully, the next two games will be a lot better than this last game was. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, let's get this fucking game behind us. And Tank asking if we have a Discord. Uh, we, um, we 
we technically do, but we haven't opened it to the public. We're just kind of constructing it as we speak. So we will open it to everybody in what two weeks? In two weeks. So uh, and is Discord like a watch along? Technically, I mean it's like a big chat, but people watch. Go ahead and, and just chat during the games. Uh, we got to figure that out though, because I've, I've seen some of those discords get kind of messy sometimes with some trolls and stuff. So oh, we'll figure those things out. Yeah, um, uh, Steve is asking about our backgrounds, and one world, one goal landed it. Said that uh, Danny is Colombian and I am Cubano. Yes. Yeah, I, I carry the Colombian uh, map with me always. So there you go. All right. Uh, anything left? No, I, I. You said nothing else. We're done. And yeah, uh, we're that's it. Go, we, baby. we went a solid one seventeen. We were thinking of having uh, another preview to another team, but. We figured after today's game, now we just needed to get this out. We appreciate you guys kicking with us. Uh, and hopefully you guys uh, wake up at 5 in the morning to join us. Or at 3 in the morning to watch the game and then stick with us at 5. But if you don't, believe me, completely understand. Uh, but we'll be on here doing that. So, Asprilla uh, Rincon, yes, for sure. Don't forget Iguita. Uh, Iguita was my guy, even though he was a cokehead. All right. Uh, if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave us five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, we really appreciate you sticking with us all the way to the end. Uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, all that other stuff. Uh, and for those of you in the chat, as always, you guys are by far the best part of the show. We really appreciate you sticking with us and uh, and just, again, participating in the show. Without you, this show would just not be the same. And as always, until the next one, have a good one.